Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. and happy Friday. We've got a very special treat for you today. I have said time and again, the most consequential issue to face our country in the last half century is the southern border. From it flows an effort by China to destabilize our country, an effort by the drug cartels to poison our country, by the way, China helping them on that, a effort by Democrats to hijack the census system by getting as many illegal aliens in to beef up the, the populations of blue cities, and now a scourge of Latin American companies emptying their prisons and uh, worst criminals and trying to get them into our country so that their crime affects us, not them. And I think that combination has led to one of the most extraordinary moments in American history. And today, in concert with my good friends at the Association of Mature American Citizens, or AMAC, we did a special. We've got a great group of people on the show today. Senator Ted Cruz, the former Homeland Security Secretary, Chad Wolf, the Attorney General who sued uh, Joe Biden over the board more than anyone else, Ken Paxton of Texas. It's a really strong conversation. It's an important conversation. It's made possible because of our great partnership with our sponsor and partner, AMAC. And today we're going to dedicate the whole show to that extraordinary moment in our country's history. We need to talk about why it is the way it is, what the motive of the people are who are allowing it to happen, what the failures are of the Republicans to counter it, and what the long and short-term solutions are. There's a great segment in this show where you hear from Brandon Judd, the head of the Border Patrol Union, the National Border Patrol Council, who was down there at the border with President Trump yesterday. We had two presidents at the border yesterday with very different visions, very different understandings, very different solutions for the border. This conversation today is a gut check, a fact check, an ability for you to hear from people who really know what's going on at the border and what the real and fake solutions are. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to start what we had on television last night. We've adapted it to this great podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. Before we go to that, a big thank you to my friends at AMAC, Rebecca Weber, who was my co-host last night, Bobby Charles, who comes on the show every week. So many great people that are trying to make a difference on the front lines of history at AMAC. If you want to say thank you to them, go to amac.us slash justnews, amac.us slash justnews. Go sign up for a membership, one, three, five years. I'm a five-year member. Match me. There's a very special rate that you get when you go to that Just News URL. So it's amac.us slash Just News. Say thank you for today's conversation. Say thank you for all the things we do all month long with AMAC to make this country better, to make us smarter, wiser, more educated, more up to speed on what's really going on in this world, not what the legacy media and the spinsters on the talk shows are trying to tell you. That is what today is about a celebration of AMAC, a celebration of truth, a candid conversation about the true state of our southern border and the very simple options that are available to solve it. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll kick off a very special one-hour conversation about America's border in crisis. 
All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome to this Just the News, Real America's Voice special report. I'm John Solomon. Tonight, in partnership with our sponsor, the Association of Mature American Citizens, better known as AMAC, we're going to have an important and honest conversation about the actual state of our southern border. The Biden administration has had three years to work with Congress in order to fix our nation's border crisis, but not much progress has been made. In fact, this crisis worsens by the month. The House Republicans have passed the Secure Border Act of 2023, better known as HR2, more than nine months ago, but the legislation has remained on the desk of Democrat Senate leader Chuck Schumer. What also remains on his desk uh, is our impeachment articles for the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas that were passed out of the House just two weeks ago. If the senator doesn't bring the articles to the floor, he would be breaking over 200 years of precedent. And while we wait for any action to take place, once again, uh, President Biden gets back from his last minute trip to the southern border today. The crisis only wortens, wor- only continues to get worse with more than 8 million illegal nationals coming across the border and tens of thousands of pounds in deadly drugs circulating through almost every community across our great nation. Every state has truly become a border state. And with all that to say, it's not surprising that for the first time since 2015, when Monmouth University began asking the question as to what whether or not Americans favored building a border wall, the latest poll found that 53% of majority for the first time support building that wall. Over the course of this next hour, we'll have exclusive conversations about the ongoing crisis with Secretary Chad Wolf, Border Patrol Union President Brandon Judd, Senator Ted Cruz, and Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. But before we get into those conversations, I want to turn things over to my amazing co-host for the night, Rebecca Weber, who joins us from AMAC and will help lead these great conversations today. Rebecca, great to have you on the show. Such a timely moment to have this conversation really is, John. AMAC was recently at CPAC. I had the opportunity to interview Tom Homan. He's uh, in line to resume a role, perhaps, in a potential second Trump administration. Here's what he told me, John. Tom Homan believes the Biden administration is selling out the United States for future political gain, but not just by utilizing migrants through illegal voting, but also in how they will be counted in the census to impact Democrat majority. So this is a real serious emerging threat. I mean, it's been emerging since Biden's been in office. We've got some great guests. I'm excited to speak with them. 
Yeah, we sure do tonight. And we're so grateful for the partnership with AMAC folks. Throughout tonight, if you want to join AMAC, there's a very special offer. Go to amac.us slash justnews, amac.us slash justnews, and join more than 2 million patriotic Americans in their effort to make sure this country stays secure. Now, with that said, Rebecca hit it off uh, exactly right. We have an amazing first guest to kick us off tonight. He's the former acting secretary of the Homeland Security Department. He is Secretary Chad Wolf. Mr. Secretary, great to have you on the show tonight. Yeah, good to have you, John. Good to see you. Um, uh, You got to see the inside of the Homeland Security Department. You know the tools that are available to the government and Joe Biden. When Joe Biden looks in the camera and says, I got no way to fix this, Congress has to fix it, is he telling the American people the truth? Uh, He is not. Uh, He has all the authority that he needs today, tomorrow, to secure that border. Um, you know, AFPI, the American First Policy Institute, we put out a, uh, a fact sheet on that here recently where we go through about seven to eight different authorities that he could be using today that he's not. Uh, these are authorities that have been provided to him by Congress over a period of years. These are the authorities that we use during the Trump administration to secure the border. He's chosen not to. Uh, and I think the American people are starting to starting to recognize that the president through his own policy decisions, are, is choosing not to secure this border. Amazing. Certainly seems to be the case. For, yeah. And our, our members, AMAC members, recognize this. Now, at one point, Mitch McConnell declared that the most important thing in the world was the war in Ukraine while an invasion was unfolding at our southern border. Do you think that his decision uh, announced uh, just recently that he will be resigning from Republican, Republican leadership uh, come November will have an impact perhaps on how Congress addresses the crisis at the border? Well, obviously, uh, Senator McConnell is is in the minority in the Senate, so the Democrats certainly still control the agenda, uh, you know, as it as it relates to what gets on the floor in the Senate. But what I can tell you is, is certainly the Speaker in the House has been very clear that he wants to secure our borders. He wants to make sure that we have so, uh, you know, security over the sovereignty of our country first and foremost. And I think others in the Senate, and so you mentioned Senator Cruz might be on the show a little bit later. Certainly, Senator Cruz and others have also been uh, been touting that same line, which is you need to secure our borders first and foremost before we look at additional aid to Ukraine and having that debate and additional foreign assistance to other countries. And I think that's what most Americans believe as well, is again, we see some polling here that not only talks about support for a border wall system, but also talks about support for a Remain in Mexico program uh, that again was successfully instituted under the Trump administration. Yeah, two powerful tools that tomorrow could really make a tremendous difference. Sir, I want to ask a little bit about uh, President uh, Biden and what motives the Democrats may have. You you understand the dynamic here. Uh, There is a real question. Is the first time he goes to the border in his presidency is this week? He waits three years. He puts Kamala Harris, who hardly sets foot near the border either. Uh, What is the motive for Democrats, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, sanctuary cities to let this many illegal aliens into the country? Our own safety net simply can't handle it. Well, I think first and foremost, their outlook on what the immigration and border security apparatus and security regime should be is, I think, is just vastly different and out of whack with most Americans. And I think you saw this in year one and year two. And I think it's gotten away from them, quite frankly, that they are now so far in the weeds or behind the eight ball, so to speak, that they're not sure what to do to stop this crisis. Um, and I think that's where they find themselves today. I don't think it's any, any, uh, any. It's not by chance that he is happening to visit the border in an election year. It's not by chance that he is now called the border unsecured in election year. Uh, and of course, he's doing all of this in an effort to blame Republicans because. I think most Americans know that he is to blame and they are laying blame at this administration. And so I think what the president's trying to do with his trip down to the border in the next 24 hours is to shift that blame. I don't think he's being very successful at it because I think most Americans can see right through what's going on. Yeah. Now, this mm-hmm. wide open border, we, we see how it impacts our economy, the job market, yeah. uh, even our elections, perhaps, in addition to the drug smuggling and especially human trafficking. But in your view, what are some of the most underreported sort of negative negative consequences of a wide open border? Uh, And we can blame mainstream media for not really reporting on the truth. Uh, What do you think the American people need to know? 
Well, there's a lot to cover there. I, I, I point out two specific things that I continue to be really concerned about. One is the national security threats that we see coming across that border. And I would also say the public safety threats. Uh, those are hardened criminals coming across. Those are known or suspected terrorists that have been apprehended over the last three years, over 330 of them by the Biden administration. And those are the ones that just got caught. There are many more that have not gotten caught by Border Patrol and law enforcement assets. So that's one piece. The other piece that I'm continue to be concerned about is the influx of children that have been trafficked across that border. You are almost seeing about 500,000 children in the last three years. And every single one of these children are unaccompanied, which is to say they are trafficked across that border. Uh, and we know because we have reporting from, of all places, the New York Times that says that the Biden administration has lost contact with over 85,000 of those children, not knowing where they are in the country, who they place them with. And that is concerning. I think that is not being talked about enough uh, because that, that goes to the heart of a humanitarian crisis that we see today. Oh, so powerful. And it used to be that when children came to this country, the first thing they got to see was Ellis Island and this is Statue of Liberty today. The first thing they might see crossing the border is a rape tree. It's just so inhumane the way yeah. that people are coming into this country. Sir, I want to talk about the case of Lake and Riley. I th think it has hit a public consciousness in a way that few of the other cases in the last few years have. Uh, this is a woman just going out for a yeah. jog, a young student. Uh, every part of the left agenda plays a role in this. There's a sanctuary. There are two sanctuary cities in New York that let them go, another one that let them settle there, uh, parole. And then the guy even gets a work visa uh, as his reward for being illegally in the country. Uh, how important is this moment of the last few days in really awaking American consciousness to the toll? Well, I think it's really important. Not only is it just a, a devastating uh, incident that occurred uh, with her murder, but as you indicate, John, it indicates the nature and the consequences of what we've seen been put in place for the last three years. The policies along that southern border and that failed strategy is not without consequences. And unfortunately, this case highlights it, but there are there are hundreds and I would say even thousands more, just like Lincoln Riley, that, that uh, have suffered because of the policies of this administration. The suspect came across the border in the El Paso sector. He was paroled into the country because there wasn't enough detention space, which is actually, it's not actually a reason to patrol someone into the, uh, parole someone into the country. So that's issue number one. Issue number two is that the Biden administration reduced all of the family detention space when they came into office. So it's by their own account, it's by their own actions that they don't have any detention space to keep this individual. And as you indicated, as soon as you parole someone in, they get the ability to work almost immediately. Of course, he is then transported to New York City, and because they're a sanctuary city, ICE is not able to lodge a detainer. They release him. He commits more crimes in New York than in Athens, Georgia, and it continues. And the cycle here is is just devastating, and obviously it ends in a, in a very tragic way. These are things that could have been avoided. These are steps that could have been avoided along that continuum, and it just illustrates in a way that is hard uh, for a lot of Americans, and I know the the Atlanta, I would say Georgia, and specifically the Athens community is really grieving right now. Um, this was a a tragic death that could have been avoided. Yeah. Yes, it certainly could have, and even that Langford bill would not have had that been in place on day one. It, it based on my research, uh, would not have prevented uh, this terrible person from entering our country and committing this horrible crime. Now, sir, you served as the acting U.S. Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security. Can you tell us what you think about the job that's been done by the current Secretary of Homeland Security? But specifically, this is uh, Mayorkas. Uh, do you think he will be held accountable? Look, I've been I've end. been critical over a period of time about Secretary Mayorkas and the job that he has done and the fact that he has overseen over three years of, of, which is unmistakably the worst border crisis that we have experienced, and has tried to explain it away to the American people and really gaslight the American people to say, there's no crisis here. Uh, don't believe your eyes about what's going on here. And obviously he's abused his authority. He has ignored enforcing the law and has lied to Congress. And so the action that the House uh, did to impeach him is about accountability. The Senate should have a full trial. Uh, to weigh those concerns. Uh, we'll see, and, and I hope that they do. Uh, that's up to the Senate to decide, and we'll see where uh, you know the votes come out on that. 
Yes, there's so much to think about. One thing I know our viewers tonight are certain of, when you were in charge, when President Trump was in charge, our border was far more secure. We all felt much more safer in our communities than we did today. What a great honor to have you on the show today, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, wonderful to have you. All right, folks, stick around. We've got a lot more coming down the pike for the next hour. Some incredible guests, a lot to talk about. And remember, if you go to amac.us.justnews, you can sign up today. $35 for a five-year membership. That's an incredible deal. Good way to say thanks for this great conversation. We'll be right back after these messages with Texas Senator Ted Cruz. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back, America, to this special Just the News, Real America's Voice, AMAC special, a border in crisis. No conversation about the U.S. southern border or all that flows from it would be complete without our next guest. He has been one of the most important voices on border security long before Americans knew what was headed our way. He is Senator Ted Cruz from the great state of Texas, and he joins us right now. Senator, good to have you back on the show, sir. Great to be with you. Uh, We are honored to have you. The last few days have given us more poignant examples of uh, Americans whose lives were lost because an illegal alien was allowed to come into this country. Lake and Riley in Georgia, two young sisters in Dallas a few weeks ago, a mom and her son on their way uh, on a trip in a car in Colorado. Uh, What is needed to protect these lives to stop this insanity that we're experiencing right now? Well, the chaos at our southern border is indefensible. And it is getting worse and worse and worse. Joe Biden came into office and and he made a deliberate decision to to open our borders, to break our border. You know, you know, Joe Biden inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. President Trump and I worked hand in hand with him, made enormous progress securing our border. And, and, And all Joe Biden had to do was not screw it up, was just do nothing. And he inherited the lowest rate in 45 years. But he made three deliberate decisions all his first week in office that caused this crisis. Number one, he immediately halted construction of the border wall. Number two, he reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And number three, he pulled out of the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. Those three decisions caused this crisis. And we went instantly from the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years to the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. 
10.6 million illegal immigrants have crossed under Joe Biden, and that is deliberate. That is the outcome he wants. And among them was the murderer who murdered Lakin Riley, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student in Georgia who lost her life because Joe Biden and Democrats keep letting violent criminal illegal aliens go and keep allowing Americans to, to become victims to their violence and their crimes. Yeah. Uh, Senator, uh, the Biden administration really has created the perfect storm for the 2024 presidential election yeah. by allowing these millions of people to enter the United States. Some 19 states in Washington, D.C., have enacted laws allowing illegal aliens a driver's license. So they've got, uh, you know, ID, essentially. And, and this should be of serious concern. My question is, how likely is it that Congress can pass legislation to stop non-citizens from voting in our U.S. elections? Well, Rebecca, it's a great question. And I've introduced legislation in the Senate to do exactly that. Unfortunately, I can answer your question. How likely is it that Congress will pass it this year? Zero percent chance. Why? Because Chuck Schumer and the Democrats don't want to pass that legislation. Look, I, I get asked all the time, why on earth would the Democrats allow this invasion at our southern border? And the answer is they look at every one of those 10.7 million illegal immigrants and they see them as future Democrat voters. They want them to vote. I think they want as many of them to vote illegally now as possible, but whether some of them vote now and others vote later, the Democrats are interested in partisan advantage. And I gotta say, Rebecca, I've never seen anything as cynical, as crass as what the Democrats are doing because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Chuck Schumer and all the congressional Democrats are willing to look the other way at all the pain and misery and death and suffering they're producing. They're willing to look the other way at the 853 migrants who died last year crossing illegally at, uh, uh, across the border. They're willing to look the other way at the thousands upon thousands of children brutalized by human traffickers, at the thousands upon thousands of women violently raped by human traffickers, and they're willing to look the other way at the more than 100,000 Americans who died of drug overdoses last year. It is cynical and it is evil what they're doing because people are dying and people are suffering, and the Democrats could prevent this if they were willing to do so. Yeah, that is the simple truth. Sir, I want to ask a little bit about the middlemen that make the trafficking of illegal aliens into the interior of the country possible. The NGOs, they get all this money. Yeah. Joe Biden's trying to get more of that money into uh, the budget with this latest deal. Uh, is there a, a penalty, a, a legal strike that can be made to cut off these NGOs from the activities that bring the uh, illegal aliens from the border into every other state? Yeah, look, there absolutely is. And, 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 if, and if you look at how, how we secure the border, number one, Joe Biden could do it unilaterally. He broke the border unilaterally. He did it on his own. And he could fix it tomorrow by changing those three decisions, by building the wall, by ending catch and release, and by reinstating the Remain in Mexico agreement. That would solve this problem, but he's not willing to do so because he wants this invasion to happen. But secondly, you asked about legislation that could fix this. And, and there is legislation. The House passed H.R. 2. H.R. 2 is the most serious legislation to secure the borders, to put real penalties in place, to end catch and release, to defund those NGOs that are, that are part of the human trafficking network. H.R. 2 passed the House. And in the Senate, I am the lead author of H.R. 2. I've introduced H.R. 2 in the Senate. We were just just voting on the Ukraine funding bill. My view was we should have stood together. Republicans should have stood united and said, if you want Ukraine military funding, attach H.R. 2 and pass H.R. 2. If they would have done that, I would have voted yes, because I think it is an absolute crisis at our southern border that we need to secure. But Democrats weren't willing to do so. Why? because they don't want the problem solved. And as you rightly noted, the terrible bill that Chuck Schumer led, among yeah. other things, would have given billions of dollars to those NGOs to continue trafficking illegal aliens, and it would have given billions of dollars to sanctuary cities to continue releasing violent criminals like the murderer whom New York City released, who went down to Georgia and killed Lake and Riley. It was a terrible bill, which is why it failed and failed within 24 hours in the Senate. Yeah. 
Now, the Mexican president has been mocking President Biden and Texas Governor Abbott, and Biden's relationship with with Mexico is terrible. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't the state of Texas have an obligation to protect its own people? And is it possible that we could see an even more aggressive Mexico? Yeah, listen, number one, I'm proud of the state of Texas. Texas is standing up and fighting and doing everything possible to secure our border. That's what we should be doing. Now, frankly, Texas shouldn't have to do it. It is under the Constitution, the federal government's responsibility. And and I got to say, we have never seen a president like Joe Biden. This has never happened in the history of the country. In fact, Joe Biden has done something I used to think was impossible. He's made me miss Barack Obama. (laughs) And, and, And I say that, look, I disagreed with a lot of things Obama did as president. But on immigration, Obama, by and large, followed the law. Obama deported millions of people. In fact, the left got mad at Obama. They called him the deporter in chief. What Joe Biden has done, he's simply come in and begun releasing illegal immigrants in mass. And and I'll give you an example. So there's an authority in the immigration laws called parole authority. That is, it's an exceptional authority if they're compelling humanitarian reasons to release someone who's an illegal alien. When Trump was president, he released on parole about 5,000 people a year. That was the rate under Trump. When Obama was president, he released about 5,000 people a year under parole. So that was the rate under Obama. That was the rate under Trump. Do you have any idea what the rate is under, under Joe Biden right now? I can't even imagine. It is about eight. 100,000 a year. So Biden took, Obama was 5,000 a year. Biden is 800,000 a year. And one of them was the murderer who killed Lake and Riley, that that Joe Biden paroled and let go. And and that lawlessness is, is, is truly horrific. And so Texas is standing up. And, you know, Rebecca, you mentioned Mexico. Listen, the way we secure the border is, is AMLO, the president of Mexico, the far left president of Mexico, was terrified of Donald Trump. And that's why he agreed to the Remain in Mexico agreement. When Joe Biden came in, he responded with weakness and appeasement. And you're right, the president of Mexico looks down with contempt on Biden at how weak he is. In fact, they had a press conference where Biden was standing next to AMLO. And AMLO in Spanish says Joe Biden is the first president in modern history, Democrat or Republican, who has not secured even one meter of the border. And he's praising Biden for being utterly weak and ineffective at protecting America. And, and, and that makes leftist Latin American presidents even more aggressive and even more hostile to America. It's just amazing. Senator, we just got about 30 seconds left. Uh, It seems like an election is going to be the only solution for this. What is the way that Republicans come together, unify on the border and make sure that they have control of Washington come January 2025? Look, it comes down to winning in November. The only way to change this is to elect Donald Trump as president, to elect a Senate majority. And I think we've got a great opportunity to elect a Senate majority and to elect a House majority. And if we come in next year with a Republican White House, Senate and House, we will secure the border. As long as Joe Biden stays in the White House, he's going to leave this border wide open. Yeah, it's that simple. Senator, on behalf of AMAC, Justin News and Real America's Voice, thank you for joining us. Your voice has been one of the most important in bringing sanity to this incredible, insane situation that Joe Biden created. Great honor to have you on, sir. Thank you, John. All right, folks, Rebecca and I are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, a lot more discussion ahead of us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back, America. A lot of time this year we have spent focused on the trafficking of illegal aliens into the interior country. After Joe Biden's parole policies get them in across the border, then they're trafficked by uh, NGOs and government money into the interior of the country. Hard to be found after that. And the question that keeps coming up is, is anybody going to do something about it? Well, our next guest has. He just filed a lawsuit against one of those nonprofit groups that uh, has been involved in the trafficking of illegal aliens into the country. He is Texas's Attorney General, Ken Paxton. He joins us right now. General Paxton, great to have you on the show. Great to be here, live. This lawsuit, I think, is really an important one. I've, I've said this is maybe the Achilles heel to the entire operation that's been going on for the last three years. Tell us why you sued and what you hope to get out of this. So it was a non-governmental organization, NGO. Uh, we actually had, we didn't sue, they sued us. Right. We, were in, we asked them for documents so we could understand how money was being spent, right. what they were doing. We were concerned that they were trafficking, that they, were, that they had stash houses. They've done a lot of things that are in violation of both federal and state law. And as soon as we asked for those documents, instead of turning them over, and by the way, we have an obligation as, as Texas Attorney General to oversee charities. We're not there to help charities, we're there to make sure that they aren't doing something wrong, they're not committing fraud, they're following state and federal law. And if they're not, our job is to shut them down. Right. Or at least to reform what they're doing, help change what they're doing. So we were in the process of just beginning that. Just inquiring, right? And just give me some evidence, right? They didn't want to turn anything over. They turned nothing over, went to a, a, a judge, I assume that, that they felt would be friendly to them, right. and then suddenly, you know, half of El Paso was, uh, you know, leaders, political leaders started attacking me for even daring to ask the question. I, suddenly I was a bad person for just wanting to know, hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah, as my, one of my old mentors used to say, that's when you know you're over the target. Yeah. Um, there is this vast network. I mean, some are affiliated with churches, Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, but all across the spectrum, this has become a multi-billion dollar business. Congress sends a lot of this money, but then they don't really actually inquire what happens to it, right? Yeah, so it runs through the Biden administration. The Biden yeah. administration has a pretty good idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they know what they so they're using taxpayer dollars, billions of dollars, yeah. to, to do work as it relates to illegal immigration. Sure would be nice to know what these Texas charities are doing and whether they're actually following law or they're actually helping to evade federal and state law. I think that's important for all people to know. And then I guess we can make policy decisions about whether we want to allow them to do that. Yeah. Right now, they're supposed to follow state and federal law. Yeah, that's what you're going to get the bottom of, that's which exactly is right. uh, so important. All right, there are a lot of cases working through the system. I can't think of another attorney general who has sued the Biden administration more or one more, uh, but there's some big ones right now. There's the concertina wire case. There's the uh, buoy barrier in the Rio Grande. Can you bring us up to uh, speed just on where those cases stand? So they're all in you know various stages of, of, of litigation. So right. the concertina wire case is something that I noticed when I was out on leave, not by choice. Yeah, yes. uh, but I noticed that the, the, the Biden administration was cutting down our fences and wire, and it was being filmed, and I was shocked. Yeah. And of course, I'd, I, I had to wait till I got back into office. And this, the day I got back, I told my team, I want you to figure out how to, how to sue them. They cannot be damaging our property. This is not their property. Right. This is not private property. This, right. is, this is government property, state government property, or you know some governmental entity of Texas. So we sued them. Uh, we got an injunction. The Supreme Court decided five to four, close decision with Roberts and Barrett joining yeah. the liberal judges, to say that the federal government could come on our land, damage our property, and not compensate us and do it whenever they want to. Now, the great thing about this is even though that injunction was taken away, we're still in the middle of covering this case on the merits. And second, they haven't cut down any of our wire fences since. I think the Border Patrol said enough is enough. Wow. We're not, we're not going to damage property. So even though the Biden administration may want them to damage property, there's been some stoppage of that. They are not stopping. They're not coming in and doing that anymore. If they were, it wouldn't stop us from putting it right back up. Because yeah. there's no Indeed. injunction against us. It, the injunction was we couldn't stop them from doing it to us. But we would put it right back up, and we're continuing to put it up. Yeah, that's called Texas Strong. <laughs> Just coming right back at it. Um, the the buoy barriers in the Rio Grande has been some big successes in the Rio Grande with the uh, seizure of that island, getting the cartels yeah. off of there. Uh, what's the status of the uh, buoy case? So the buoy case is still in litigation. We still have the buoys up. They're just moved a little bit. So yeah. that was really designed to protect the immigrant, legal was, immigrants from right? crossing from places that were dangerous. dangerous. And so the Biden administration 
clearly not caring about their safety, said, yeah. we want those out, let them swim. And we're, we were thinking, why would you want them to go across there anywhere? Why, they should go off at a safer place, a safer place. turn themselves into the Biden administration in a safer place. That's really what we're saying. The good thing about the, that island that we've taken over, and, and by the way, taking it over, it's government property. It, yeah. It's our government property. You own property. it already. Yeah. So we have it, and it's actually made a huge difference. Uh, putting up the barriers, believe it or not, work. and. Yeah. My understanding is that some of the people, many of the people that were going through, coming through Texas are now deciding to go through California and Arizona. It doesn't stop the problem for the country because right. these other states are not doing what we're doing because they're democratically controlled now. Right. But it does make a difference for my citizens. And I think overall will make some difference because the logistics of it are harder now for the cartels yeah. and the Biden administration working together. Earlier this week, I had a long story looking at just all the different faces of victims who died at the hands of an illegal alien, some killed in car crashes, some murdered uh, a developmentally disabled person in Boston and sexually assaulted. Um, uh, all across this country now, people are being victimized every day. Do you think that narrative is setting in? I can remember a long time ago, George H.W. Bush wins the 1980 election with an ad, Willie Horton, guy furloughed, Michael Potter. Do you think the people are beginning to equate all of this downstream illegal activity to Joe Biden's policies. It sure seems like it, because if you yeah. look at Biden's poll numbers, the, the issue that he's most damaged by, I think, is, is illegal immigration. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I mean, the American people are all being affected by it. It's not yeah. just the border states. We are affected, obviously, more. But you can see even these Democratic states and cities that are created sanctuary cities because of Trump being so bad yeah. at enforcing federal law. And now that it's not being enforced and they're having to suffer consequences. Being a sanctuary city isn't as glorious and glamorous as it used to be. And so I think even the Democratic cities are realizing this is tremendous cost, social costs, oh, yeah. crime. You got mayors and, balking for the first time. And yeah. health care costs and school costs. And, and it's just not sustainable for the country yeah. to take in 10, 12, 14 million people. By the time Biden's done, maybe 16, 18 million. It's not sustainable as a country unless we're all gonna say, we don't care about our standard of living. Right. We want the world to come here and we'll give them, we'll give them our standard yeah. of living. Ronald Reagan once gave a speech saying that wasn't possible. You couldn't do it. In one country, you couldn't do it. So uh, last question I want to ask you, Mark Morgan, a uh, big uh, fan of what Texas has done. Uh, he thinks that the, the state law that allows you to enforce under state law immigration and, and kick illegal immigrants out of your state, that case is just beginning a long journey, but that could be one of the most important cases in the next uh, few years, correct? Yeah, this is one I've been asking for for several yeah. years from the legislature because yeah. I wanted a case that challenged this idea that was occurred during the Obama administration administration when Justice Roberts and Kennedy decided with the liberals that Arizona couldn't enforce their own state laws to protect their citizens. Right. This, our, our, ours is a little different. We're actually deporting people and we, we, we feel like we have to because we cannot sustain the numbers coming in our state. The, the effect is just dramatic both from a social side and an economic side. And I wanted a case like this because I, it cannot be right. The Supreme Court could not be right about that decision. We have a different court now. Roberts is still there influencing yep. votes. But the consequences of his decision have, have lost lives, yeah. many lives, both from crime. You know, the last decade was shaped by that yeah. decision. There's also no drugs. Doubt. I mean, lots yeah. of kids have died from fentanyl. fentanyl. This is unnecessary. We, we could have stopped a lot of this. And I'm, it cannot be right that states don't have a right to defend themselves if the federal government's not going to. I can guarantee you Texas wouldn't have joined the union if that was the deal. If yeah. we were told, hey, we're going to have these laws to protect you, but if we decide not to enforce them, you you're can't. On your own. You're on yeah. your own. Yeah. You're not just not on your own. You can't defend yourself. Yeah. You have to let all these bad things happen to your people. People die. You have to pay for it. You, you still want to come to the union? No state would have agreed to that. No, so I don't think whatever decision is made by the courts, there's no way that that's what the founders intended because there's no way that anybody would join the union. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Well, people ask all the time, where is the border getting fixed? The answer is Texas with General Paxton. Great to have you here today, sir. Thank you so much. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Rebecca Weber is going to rejoin us. We have a lot more uh, conversation ahead of us. Stay tuned. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, America and AMAC members. While we just received a detailed update about the legal issues and the legal opportunities to potentially force pressure on a fix for the southern border, no constituency in America deals with the insecure border and its negative impacts every day more than the brave men and women who serve in our Border Patrol. They handle every aspect of the crisis day in and day out. It is an extraordinary job, particularly when the administration that uh, supervises them doesn't actually want to enforce the law. Tonight, we're very lucky to be joined by Brandon Judd, who serves as the president of the National Border uh, Patrol Council, the union that represents those brave men and women. Brandon, it is such an honor to have you on the show tonight. John, it's always good to be with you. I really appreciate it. Uh, You do more to educate our viewers every time you come on, sir. And I want to just ask, could you give us a quick update? What does the border look like at this very moment? And what impact is the the dual visits of Joe Biden and Donald Trump to the border this week having on that uh, uh, situation right now? So I'm very disappointed to report that the crisis continues and that that's really upsetting to every single one of my agents. It's upsetting to every single one of us that, that puts our life on the line to try to protect the American people, knowing that we don't have the backing of, a, of the president of the United States, who doesn't not not only does he not care about us, he doesn't care about the American people. And that's that's very disappointing for every single one of us. But when you look at the numbers and, and numbers are important because it gives perspective. But then you have to understand what those numbers mean. Um, right now, we're apprehending more than six times the number that w- what we should be apprehending. And when we do that, we just don't have the resources to plug all the holes in the cartels can dictate and control certain uh, certain areas of the border. And when you when you look at where I'm at right now in uh, Eagle Pass, uh, you know, with the president going through all of this and, and, and showing him what his policies were able to accomplish. And he's he's now going to be able to expand upon those policies by seeing exactly what what has happened and how we've been able to control the border in a specific location, but only because of Governor Abbott, not because of Biden, because of of Governor Abbott. But we've got to be able to control the border because we don't want any more Lake and Rileys. We don't want any more deaths. We don't want any more rapes by people that should not be in our country that never had a right to be here in the first place. And so really, John, unfortunately, that is the current state of the border. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe Biden, he goes ahead and blames Republicans in Congress for not passing the Lankford bill, which was uh, based on my research, a flawed immigration bill. Uh, Had it been in place on day one of Biden's presidency, it still would not have prevented the illegal entry of Ibarra, the illegal alien who violently murdered Lincoln Riley. Uh, The Lankford bill, it seems, was flawed. It it kept these loopholes open that would allow urgent humanitarian exceptions, as well as a, a new process that would be triggered. Uh, by any immigrant who has an intention to apply for a a protection determination. Uh, Another fatal flaw is that it would not end catch and release. I'm just curious, why did the National Border Patrol Council support the Lankford immigration bill? Because there's an awful lot that was good in that bill. It removed the judiciary from this process. We would no longer have a backed up court system. This would have allowed asylum officers. And and by the way, the same asylum officers that under under President Trump's ARP and PACER programs um, lowered the the number of people that were eligible for credible fear by 70%. That is a huge decrease. It would have done that. It would have allowed us to detain adults traveling without children for their entire time um, while they're going through the asylum process. Um, It would have given us the bed space that ICE needs in order to put people in those beds to to remove them rather than going through the release process. The cartels recognize that it doesn't matter what law you have. If they flood our system um, and Mexico refuses to take them back, there's nothing that we can do. And so they, they recognize that and they work with that all the time. But if we can hold people and we can stop uh, the cartels from being able to go out and advertise their services, they stop coming. That has been proven time and time again. When you look at we don't have a trigger 
um, that would uh, automatically give us emergency action. In the month of December, we normalized our current laws, normalized 12,000 apprehensions. Under this bill, we would have had an emergency trigger at 5,000 apprehensions. That is much better than our current law. So when you look at this bill, as opposed to our current laws, this was so much better. And for that reason, and because we need help right now, we absolutely supported this bill. We supported the bill because you can't get it to the floor for amendments unless you have that vote up front right there. And if you don't support it, you're never going to get that vote. So what we wanted to see is we wanted to see this bill go to the floor, go through the amendment process to fix all of the bad, but keep the good. Interesting. Uh, Brandon, I want to talk about what's next, because obviously H.R. Uh, 2 is never going to get through the Senate as long as Democrats are controlled. Lankford's dead. Uh, there is a moment right now uh, where Johnson speaker could leverage what he has with President Biden into something. What is the ask that you think is uh, possible for House Republicans and Democrats to accomplish in the next few weeks? Uh, so it doesn't take legislation. We, we know that we would love to have legislation because that ties the hand of a bad president, ties the hands of a bad president going forward. So you can't have another Biden step in. Well, although we would love legislation, what we do know that this president can do right now and it doesn't take any executive action. All it takes is the DOJ um, doing what we call uh, last in, first out. If they would surge asylum officers to the border to handle these credible fear interviews right from the get-go, have the uh, immigration judges surge the immigration judges to the border, they could then hear their appeals immediately. And when you do that, you would then be able to get people removed out of this country. And and it's, it's a very simple fact that we've seen time and time again. What's really frustrating to every single Border Patrol agent is I've had these conversations with Secretary Myers early in this administration, I told I warned him about getting rid of Remain in Mexico. But if they were if they were set on doing that, there were other policies that they could have put in place that would have stopped this from happening. Lake and Riley would be alive today if this administration would have done that. But because Joe Biden is more worried about his ego, she had to pay she had to pay for his ego with her life. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sad? Now, you started your career in 1997 when Clinton, a Democrat, was in office. And there are countless videos of him advocating, even during a State of the Union address for a strong border. Illegal immigration was bipartisan and really a common sense issue just a short time ago. How do you explain the insane change in the Democrat Party and their philosophy to now support unchecked migration? What is behind that decision, in your view? So, so back in 1997, you just did not have as many people that were pushing for socialism as what you have today. And when you look at the base of the Democrat support, um, there, there's such a large base that wants socialism, if not even let's go as far as communism. And because of that, you constantly have um, Democrat politicians that are pandering to that base. They recognize and they understand that they cannot win a primary if they do not uh pander to that open border base. Just look at Arizona right now. Senator Cinema, she cannot, she, she changed to independent because she knows darn good and well that if she were to run as a Democrat, Gallegos would primary her and she would lose because of that socialist base. That's what we're dealing with today. We, we deal with people on the far left that want these open borders. And because they are a huge uh, percent of that base, we see Democrats more and more pandering to them. It's an incredible dynamic. Brandon, we just got about 30 seconds left. What is the most important thing that your men and women need right now? And catch and release. That's it's that simple. And catch and release. Reinstate, remain in Mexico or surge the asylum officers, surge the immigration judges and catch and release. Uh, Such a simple recipe. Let's. So someone in Washington pays attention to that. Brandon, it is a great honor. Please, on behalf of all of us at Just the News and AMAC, give our extraordinary thanks to your men and women. They fight under impossible circumstances and they do a great job. We really are grateful to them. John, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we still got a lot more to cover. Uh, But remember, if you want to take advantage of that five-year membership for just $35, that's an incredible deal. I have a five-year membership. Come match me. You'll understand why I just am so proud to be an AMAC member. All you got to do is go to amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. The benefits are incredible. Every time I go on travel, I take out my AMAC card. I get incredible discounts. Uh, I read the magazine every month. I listen to the podcast. I 
get daily news analysis. A lot of my tips come from the great work at AMAC. That's how good AMAC is. Go join him today and say thank you to Rebecca and her entire gang for making this conversation tonight possible. Now we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back to wrap things up in just a few minutes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, America. What an amazing guest lineup tonight. What an extraordinary conversation. I want to thank AMAC for making this possible. This is a conversation we need to have every day of the week. Uh, Rebecca, it's such an honor to have been alongside you on this journey today. I want to ask you, there's a lot of great moments in these interviews. What struck you in the, uh, in the time we had in this conversation today? Well, I tell you, Senator Cruz, he's a terrific man. He really understands the threat. He sees what's happening down in Texas, uh, front and center. Uh, I was a little disappointed when I asked him, what do you think are the, is, are the chances that Congress can act uh, to ensure that these uh, illegals are not voting in our elections? And, and he thought that there was slim to zero chance, I think is what he said. Yeah. But uh, I never yeah. give up hope. And, and uh, AMAC is doing a lot on that front, for sure. You know, John, I think, I think the most serious emerging threat uh, as it relates to our elections— uh, which has been really documented uh, by well-known yep. conservative attorney Cleta Mitchell, uh, she uh, she really has brought to my attention the prospect of non-citizens voting. Now, while illegal aliens, uh, you know, illegal vote, uh, aliens voting has always been a concern for, for a long time, uh, the ongoing crisis at the border has made the problem so much more urgent than in any, any time previously. And I think that... Um, you know, federal criminal law does prohibit non-citizens from voting. But here's the thing. There are caveats, John, in local election law that could yeah. allow illegals to skirt the system. For instance, North Carolina, Georgia, Wisconsin, they allow the use of student IDs to vote. Now, foreign students are still issued student IDs, right? So create this creates a potential pool of illegal voters that could influence uh, election outcomes. And then again, 19 states, which I mentioned to the senator, uh, 19 states, including D.C., have also enacted laws allowing illegal aliens to obtain driver's licenses. Now, since yeah. these non-citizens have a photo ID, there is serious cause for concern that they could register to vote without any significant accountability measures to check their citizenship status. So we know that this is a real issue uh, under a Biden executive order. He signed that in 2021. He said every federal agency is also required to register to vote anyone who comes into contact with the agency. So that's very unclear, you know, what documentation, if any, these individuals must show to prove that they are eligible to vote. Now, with more than 10 million people having entered the country illegally since Biden's been in office, AMAC has gone to work. We've got the Stop Non-Citizens from Voting campaign. Everyone out there who cares about protecting our elections, ensuring that we have safe, uh, free and fair elections needs to to, to go to amac.us forward slash stop illegal voting, amac.us forward slash stop illegal voting. Because I, you know, we need people to contact their congressmen, congresswomen, tell them to stop non-citizens from voting in the U.S. I do think that uh, work can be done and, and it's got to be done now. <laughs> I agree. Listen, every election officer that I brought on the show in the last year has raised this as a concern. Brad Raffsenberger recently, why? He did an audit after the 2022 election, found I think 1,700 illegal aliens got into the uh, system on the voter rolls. They were kicked off before voting. But if it's that easy in a state that uses voter ID, you know it's bigger. Texas did an audit. I think it was 12,000 suspected illegal aliens got on the voter rolls in 2020 or 2021. Uh, so there is growing proof that it's actually occurring. And that's 
that's why what AMAC is doing is so very important. Now, I've been an AMAC a member. I, everywhere I go, I talk about it. It's such an honor. I'm a five-year member because the benefits are so amazing. But you're offering a special opportunity. we got a couple days left here in the month. AMAC uh, for five years, $35. When someone comes to AMAC and joins, they're not getting a service. They're joining a family of patriots. What, what are some of the benefits that most um, uh, members say, wow, I didn't know? You're going to keep more of your hard-earned money in your pocket because we're offering steep discounts. Look, AARP is a leftist organization, and they're not representing uh, the conservative voice of senior Americans in all those 50-plus. Uh, I'm not quite a senior, but I qualify. I'm over the age of 50. So you don't have to be 50 to join. But the work that we're doing on Capitol Hill on the, in, on the state level, on the local level, is quite amazing. Over 750,000 messages were sent out to members of Congress, uh, you know, state leaders, legislators, and that kind of thing in 2023. 2024, we're positioned to do so much more. Uh, there's, there's a lot more that you get, though, when you join AMAC. You get our great magazine, the AMAC magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Membership is cheap, 35 bucks for five years. But here's the real reason why people need to join. John, when me and my team go to Washington and we say that we have over 2 million Americans that are in support of the issues that you care most about, they listen. And that is what this is about. This country is about we the people. AMAC provides you with that great vehicle to participate. We have polls on our website, interactive games, news that you're not going to find anywhere else, and a voice in Washington, D.C. So save money, join AMAC, become part of this great movement. And thank you, John, for offering this great discount. Uh, amac.us forward slash just news. Uh, not everyone's getting that great savings, so check it out. Uh, that's a heck of a bargain. We're so grateful when it comes to the great partnership we've had. And uh, Rebecca, I just want to say so. I've been chronicling uh, efforts to get people civically engaged for a long time as a journalist. What you did recently with boot camp for boomers down in Florida, what you did to train an army of people to become election observers, these are extraordinary contributions to all Americans. AMAC's involvement is just extraordinary. I've been watching it, and it's unlike anything I've seen in my journalism career. Thank you for what you do and for all the innovation you've brought to AMAC. Well, thank you, John. There'll be a lot more boot camp for boomers coming up. Check out amac.us for more information on uh, where and when you can participate in those great events. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is we sure do. And not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store. It's also in the Android Store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. An ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7, plus once a month you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the news. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. 
it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.